Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Good evening, everyone, and cheers. This is the first episode of Bonding Over a Beer. If you've got your cold ones out, let's hear it. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> serious refreshment going on there. <laughs> Joining me tonight in the virtual pub, well, it's none other than Mr. Tom Pickup and Mr. Chris Eels. Gents, how are you? Great, mate. Very good, good evening, Rob. chaps. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, cheers. Cheers. Just going to... Ah, actually, it sounds like relieving oneself. So <laughs> you've already got the toilet. Seal has already gone. from the toilet. At the top here, you know, like I've got my my desktop screen, and it's my Chrome thing, and it's got all the bookmarks across the top, and they are like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like. Um, abbreviated because i was looking at the uh, a role like my local prison the library is looking for an assistant and i thought that'd be a really cool place to do a bit of part-time work and it's been abbreviated as prison library ass <laughs> which, which is a position to apply for <laughs> absolutely brilliant uh, so i've taken a photograph of the prison library ass right thank you uh no so, now something that um has often been talked about which is something that the podcast gets said about it, which, but we're all really, really like to hear is that it's like having a chat with friends down the pub, that kind of thing, and that you feel like you want to get involved in the discussion and stuff like that. So we thought, well, we've got a spare night. Why don't we uh, get together, have a beer, and chat some bond as if we were in the pub? Dead informal. We're going to have a bit of a natter. I've got a couple of things, though, in the true spirit of talking nonsense in your local boozer. A couple of topics that I was going to bring up, but before I do that, please catch up with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at really007pod. Shoot us your emails and uh, give us your five-star uh, reviews, if you are so inclined, on your subscription listening service of choice. And cheers. So, uh, well, first off, how are you both doing? Chris, how are you? I'm not too bad. I'm in the middle of Pride season. I'm in the middle of a house move. I'm at the beginning of the summer holidays. I've got a summer holiday the week after. I'm a little bit on the ragged edge, but we're 
holding it together. We're holding it together. <laughs> well, so the perfect occasion, really, to let the proverbial hair down with a beard. Exactly, yes. This is lovely. Excellent, excellent. And, and Tom, how are you doing, man? Are you okay? I'm great, Rob. Yeah, I'm, I'm also away from home and I'm trying to relax as best I can. When you're away, you still get emails and things, work to do. There's, there's never any sort of relief, but this... This is exactly what we need, I think. Just oh, yeah. mates having a chat about it. Oh, yeah. This is, this is it. This is it. I mean, for, for my part, tomorrow is um, our village carnival. So it's going to be a day of, I, I get, excess in certain ways. You know, we're going to come home with so much tat. I don't you know. Like, it's going to be, but it's going to be suddenly the most important tat ever. You know, like, we absolutely have to play hook a duck until one of us wins a plastic gun. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Well, and then we can, you know, pretend to be bombed with it. So that'll be all right. So I was thinking, I've been looking at someone that has come up in discussion quite a bit. And I think I've done a bit of a 180 on this. I think, and everyone in the Bond sort of community will have their own opinions on this, and I'm probably so wide of the mark here, but I've gone 180 on thinking that Eon aren't doing anything. And I think that Henry Cavill's already been cast and they're already shooting. <laughs> and... <laughs> What's the reaction you want to do? <laughs> Have we already gone deep end? <laughs> Have we jumped the shark already? This <laughs> is not clickbait. No. Not clickbait. <laughs> so, and Bigfoot is the villain. Is that what you're going with, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you've been listening to Rob, have you? Yeah. <laughs> Even I'm going to draw the line right. there on that one. No, um, <laughs> no, I was thinking, like, right, how much bad stuff has happened to Cavill recently? Like, he's lost The Witcher. So this is on the, on the basis of being, he's probably, the, he's regarded as one of the loveliest men out there and a very, very talented actor. And he looks blisteringly the part, doesn't he? Uh, that's not to say that he's everyone's choice or anything like that, but he definitely looks, looks the part. He's... Lost The Witcher, which is like, it's a massive tentpole Netflix series, isn't it? And he's just done the third series. His performance has been reviewed incredibly well for the third series as well. And he's been replaced by um, Liam Hemsworth, hasn't he? And I don't know the circumstances. I don't really get in for all the gossipy stuff like that because there's so much, like you say, you said the words on clickbait. There's so much clickbait out there about all sorts of this stuff. But then he's gone and lost Superman as well. Yeah. And I thought he was an amazing Superman. And he's suddenly been sort of extracted from these two massive properties. Is it because he's got a third monster property in the bag? Is that it? And and the other one, uh, I, the idea of them already shooting, I think that's just, Eon, they can't possibly be this incompetent. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there is nothing happening. Like, there is nothing happening. And it's four years since they finished filming... I, I, filming No Time Tonight, I, it can't possibly be. So I'm thinking behind the scenes. I, I don't know whether it's a burst of positivity. Maybe it's the single pint I've already had that's already gone to my head. I don't know. What do you What do you guys think? Am I talking absolute rot? I agree. It would be. I'd be absolutely amazed if nothing has been done behind the mm. scenes. That meetings haven't taken place with potential actors, writers, and sort of the production. I know we know Purvis and Wade have been involved at some point. And we know that their ideas are already the same ideas that they had before, usually. <laughs> but, yeah, e even when we had, the, you know, with the Daniel Craig, there's a lot of years gap between each film. They were doing stuff in between. Yeah. They were trying to get stuff made. They were trying to get him to sign. 
they then had to get directors and they had of course the delay with Danny Boyle leaving and stuff so there were there were usually reasons for delays <laughs> I do think it was a deliberate break a cinematic break because they wanted us to sort of take it all in drink it in as Martin Tyler says said <laughs> well, he's, he doesn't bother anymore doesn't he he's gone now but no yeah they don't want it uh, so don't yeah <laughs> I think they, they were thinking that it was a bit of a this is a cultural moment that James Bond has died they wanted a little bit of time to settle and think, how good was that? And a victory lap. Yeah. And then they had the anniversary. I think that would be one of the things which would be ringing alarm bells is that they didn't really do an awful lot for that, did they? Which yeah. is like, I don't know, where's, where's their motivation? What's their umph at the moment? I suppose, and that, and that sort of, because it does look like apathy, doesn't it? Supreme disinterest. It can't be, can it? Chris, what are you thinking? I think... Are you taking notes? Oh, I'm taking notes. Always taking notes. Oh, yes! Even in the pub, you know. Even in the pub, so professional. (laughs) I've had had too many drinks already to not take notes. I've got to keep up with you. (laughs) I think you're wrong and right. I think that that stuff has happened already. I think they've got to be machine is in motion. It's got to be. I don't think Henry Cavill has already been cast, and I don't think they're already filming. Something as big as a Bond production could not go under the radar like that in the film world unless it's some indie, small-budget thing that they're going to release as completely off the wall and completely separate to all of the other films in the franchise. As far as where we are, and Tom, what you were saying... In the process, when was No Time to Die originally supposed to have been released? It was pre-COVID almost, and that set us back two, three releases. Then we had the 60th anniversary, which, yes, there wasn't much for, and it ended up being a Daniel Craig victory lap connected with the fantastic concert, it has to be said, and that Music of Bond Mm. documentary. But that was it short of all of the films being re-released in the cinema, which again was great, but it wasn't an Eon-backed big thing and it wasn't made a massive event of. So I think the whole COVID period was a stumbling block, but I don't think it's stopped us to the degree where nothing is happening right now, which Barbara and Michael keep saying, oh, yes, we haven't thought of anything. We haven't even started casting. No, we're (laughs) going to be doing other things. No, don't worry about that. It's like, no, 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 no. Stuff has to have been happening. I hope so. I I hope so. I mean, like, um, do do you feel frustrated, though, Chris, by it? I do. I do. Yeah. I was going to say I do and I don't. But no, if I'm honest, I do feel frustrated. It's that they're sitting on this massive franchise and this massive thing that the people want the public want and Mm. as i said no time to die finished filming years ago it literally years and years ago okay the release was hampered but even so you can still in the background in your lockdown office be having zoom conversations together as to what is going to happen next let's not just leave it up to Purvis and Butthead to uh, put together the script <laughs> and then you've been listening haven't you Chris yeah. I know I know you know I'm a bit 
<laughs> this is the point where like, oh, I, I, I came to a realisation the other day, Chris, like where I was like, hang on a minute, I've talked so much about how unhappy I am about certain aspects of the current state of play that I'm never going to get to write for this, am I? <laughs> you know, like, I've literally <laughs> jettisoned any chance I've I can remember, I can remember the, was it the first anniversary podcast that you guys did and you read your <laughs> yeah uh, Still Dalton uh, spin-off book and I was like this is amazing <laughs> but you can just feel it now this is never going to get published <laughs> it's never it's never it's, uh, no, so I, I, yeah I said to my agent right I'm uh, sorry that's such a the Rudy Doody expression but that is not a nice thing to you know it sounds stupid not how I like to be perceive but i was chatting to my agent and you can imagine like we're looking for we're always looking for a hit or we're always looking for something that we can do that's going to actually you know work and i said like so i'm currently writing um a james bond novel <laughs> about a about a mid-60s james bond who settled down and things go wrong and she said like all right <laughs> uh, do you ha- do you know anyone at the Fleming Estate? No, more than that, I've been bad mouthing the current state of Bond for years. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, you say no, you say so, this. There is a very <laughs> big separation between Eon and the films and the Ian Fleming publishers right. and the books. You know, they they sit side by side, but they don't intermingle shall we say very much right um certainly the fleming publication body is going off and doing its own thing with Mm. double or nothing with kim sherwood and then the new bond book oh heavens yeah uh on his majesty's service and then also they released the uh the anthony horowitz book yes yes mine to kill time to kill yeah so in the space of a year, we've had three new Bond books. Yeah. Each one Brilliant. individual and different. Terrific to read. Well, they're in their own and what have we had yeah. from the films? No, no, you're absolutely you're absolutely right. It, it's crazy that the, the Fleming estate is actually doing more <laughs> with James Bond at the minute than Eon are. You know, I, I, I so I my my agent said carry on writing it because if you really want to write it, that's cool. Um, and I do really want to write it. Um, so I'm, I'm much further on with it than when I read it, you know, back then. I know who, yeah, I know exactly where I'm going and what I'm doing with it. It's just you can't prioritise the unpaid fan fiction stuff that you want to do. <laughs> but she reminded me, my agent, she said that it's going to be, look, the sort of copyright is going to expire on this at some point. You know, like, and you'll be able to, you know, just like right yeah. now, that people are pumping Sherlock Holmes stuff out all over the place. You know, like, that's true, Rob. I, if you remember, I don't know if you remember, like David and Anthony, you know, licensed to queer, who went yeah. to Japan, didn't they? Yeah, and it was a Casino Royale, you know, an all-female production, musical production of Casino Royale. Yeah, yeah. Think, hang on, Ian, haven't have they licensed this? No, because <laughs> that's seventy years old now. Yeah. Well, I think, I don't know whether it's partly the international thing. There well. is, apparently there is a loophole in the 70-year right. window internationally. I think it might specifically be in Japan as well. Like, it's so eye-of-the-needle specific that they could okay. do this with Casino Royale. Wow. The fact that it is to Japan, an all-female right? <laughs> yeah. all musical stage yeah. production, which... From it. the films it's... and pictures that I've seen, is as yeah. camp as it sounds. 
if you're gonna, yeah, it, it's canon. Yeah, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna do something like and adapt something, swing for those fences. Seriously, I love it. Yeah, don't no half measures here. Absolutely, go for it. I love it. I, I, I everything love it. or nothing, um, as they say. Everything, very yeah, yeah, yeah. everything or nothing. <laughs> what, what do you think? Like, so do you not think there's any chance at all? Because I just keep thinking that. I suppose this is the age we live in. It would never happen that, you know, like on, what was it? Return of the Jedi when it was filming in secret in the forests down South, you know, that kind of thing. And, and we all like, you know, it only emerged later on and it was called something like a code word, wasn't it? I can't remember what it was called, Jedi. So you don't think like somewhere Bond is secretly filming under a code name? I I hate to say it, but no, the, 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 (laughs) the age that we live in of social media and the, 24-hour news cycle that has to be fed at all times. If someone suddenly discovered that the new Bond has been cast, it would be everywhere. And we would probably yeah. know about it before the majority of the public because of our predilection for Bond and being yeah. on <laughs> all, of the, uh, all of the social media with it. it we'd know. We would know. Maybe, Tom, maybe we've already been told because on on social media, we do get the odd person who says that they, I've auditioned for Bond. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and who say, you know, like, yeah, I, I did a screen test in front of uh, Barbara and Michael G. Wilson. And, you know, yeah. like, wow. I think that's when you know that you're reaching people. <laughs> It's when these these incredible characters, yeah, with fake news come out. To be honest, I wouldn't be surprised right now if I heard if Bert and Ernie had had done a casting session. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. That's what I mean. So, like, this week it's just come out that um, Cavill did a great audition for Bond. And for me it felt a little bit like, hey, here's a little reminder. Let's seed it. Yeah. this is not totally out there. You know, the PR machines work in weird ways, don't they? Well, they're giving yeah. a few of these sort of fake stories, aren't we? You know, like the, the that woman off, is it our country? I don't even know what it is. That comedian that's, that's oh, yeah. UM and all this. Yes, yes. And you occasionally uh, get Dave these. Cooper, is it? Stories. Yes, that's it, yeah. yeah. Like, it could be rubbish, but who's, has somebody put it in there to distract? Or is it yeah. just, you know, come on, give us something. We'll make something up and see whether that... Yeah. I don't know. It might. It, you might be right, Rob. That if if you look back, I think people were saying when it, obviously times were different. But when Daniel Craig was cast, someone was looking back through old newspapers and things. Was there anything in the build-up? Yeah. You know, this is this guy. Look out! This could could be him. And there were a few little rumours about, but they didn't get much traction because I suppose people thought Pierce was still Bond. And then, yeah, yeah I don't know. You couldn't get away with that now. I suppose is the point. No, no. And it's strange. And it's just, it's such a testament to the enduring love for the franchise as well, isn't it? That these stories, for for a a series that's not had a movie out for four years. Oh, well, no, sorry, it was out two years ago, wasn't it? But it's not essentially, it's not had anything in production for four years. And and everyone's like, ah, you know, absolutely desperate for some news, bursting for some news. Um, Right, can I, right, if it emerged that, they have been right. Just humour me. That they have been <laughs> filming it, right? They have been filming it somewhere. Okay. Um, what I want, to, uh, I want to. Yeah, two things. Okay. 
If you heard, Bond has been filming under the name da-da-da blank in da-da-da blank. I would, what two things would you say? What would make you so excited? For example, like Bond has been filming under, I don't know, Jackhammer. That's going to be three syllables, Rizico. Yeah, no, yeah, no. <laughs> I wouldn't be the working title, would it? That be yeah. Funny? No, just imagine like the first line of like Entertainment Weekly, like yeah. amazing news as it's been revealed that Bond has been filming under the title Jackhammer in. <laughs> yeah. you know, and where would you? What place? The South Pole. Like what? You know, I'm like, you know, I am buzzing. How would you fill in those blanks? <laughs> this is proper nonsense. I'm going to need a minute to think. I mean, bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> Well, because then I was going to ask you what your title would be. You know, the next line would be, yeah. and we can exclusively reveal the title is... Oh. I think all this to look forward to. I mean... I'm, I know, yeah. me it comes out in the same way, that, oh, the, the website, the domain name has been taken up, you know. Yeah, that's, that's usually the clue it's of some rumble. Yeah. That, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. Domain names have been snapped up or social media <laughs> profile names have, uh, have been taken. Spoil sports. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. I'm just yeah, on my way yeah, to go and see yeah. jackhammer.com as well. Yeah, just, I mean, I question your firewall if you're looking up jackhammer.com. <laughs> <laughs> Is that an OnlyFans account you're looking at? Or yeah. <laughs> I'll just file it next to prison library. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That was an early joke. Yeah, it was an early joke. I might have to, I have to include it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, what, what, uh, yeah, because a title, title for Bond, I, I think this is the hardest thing to come up with. Like, a, a title for a Bond film, I think, because it, it's so hard to do it without it sounding really trashy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, you could make it sound, you know... It does show you how good yeah. Fleming was a title. I mean, very yeah. clever. Yeah. I know it's easier that because we've got all the history of the books and the films now, but they sort of often a play on a phrase, aren't they, or something like that. Yeah. So it's so, it's very easy to pastiche or get them wrong. I yeah. always joke that when the clocks go back, you know, that's, <laughs> technically that sounds bomb, but it also sounds so so bad, so naff. <laughs> it but, sounds like you know, like in the spring. <laughs> Is it yeah. Yeah, when literally like oh, I did one man's eternal yeah. struggle to remember? <laughs> you can hear the voiceover yeah. for the trailer already in your head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can. One man stands alone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he is a man. He's still a man. Yeah, yeah. That's a spoiler. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert. Uh, dear, I mean, you um, say that about titles. Yeah. I mean, I just happen to have a copy of one of your books in front of me you know your your own oh, ben bracken stories have some cracking <laughs> bondian titles so uh oh, thanks man i uh, well i mean one's the name of a like made up pub i think isn't it yes um, and <laughs> maybe not that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hang on let's have a look where where what? are we oh man you've got yeah you've got oh dude thank oh. you so much Till morning yeah. is night. Well, I said I'm yeah, going on holiday yeah. in a couple of weeks. Holiday reading for the past Are year you? or so oh, has been thank you. one of yours. So uh, thank you're going to have to knock out a few more of these because I'm running, I'm running out. 
we've pulled back all the rights to the Ben Bracken series, so we're looking for a new home in the um, oh, yeah, yeah in the next few weeks. So because I, I I think there's I love that guy as in yeah. like I, that was proper Bond wish fulfillment in a way. Yeah, Slat crossed with every you know Van Damme cliche. Yeah, there's a little <laughs> bit of that in there, as basically. Well, but... Yeah, yeah, and also like my, my uh, first books as well. So you know, I'm so so glad, glad that you're enjoying Chris. Thank you. But well, I didn't ask if you enjoyed them. Like, <laughs> I hope they're thinkers, every one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I always said if I won an award, it would be by accident. <laughs> <laughs> But I have. I've like it took me ages to come up with a, a title for that Timothy Dalton Bond thing, and and even that I'm not convinced by. You know? It, it um, is really difficult. Exactly. But I mean, if you're looking for sort of other Bond names, like I've got books mm. scattered around me because I'm packing to move house. Charlie Higson's ones of the young Bond, mm. you know, by royal command, is a pretty good. That's it. Yeah, I, that, I must admit, I do like. But that. then you've also got all of the John Gardner books. You know, yeah. Could well, steal, uh, speak. Steal a name from that. If we could, I mean, can I just uh, uh, this is in again? Pub chats are always filled with segues, but I was recently a soft play centre, and um, <laughs> <laughs> with Not my children, I wasn't just you know, I didn't just pop in. <laughs> I was like, hanging out at this, this soft play centre. <laughs> this looks fabulous. <laughs> so I, went, I, I, I was at the soft play centre and um, there was a birthday party. One of the other dads, you know, from my kids' classes, my kid, my youngest lad, all the uh, you know dads are there doing all sorts, uh, and the mums and dads, sorry, are all sat at tables and whatever. And there's one dad sat there, and he's got a copy on the table of John Gardner's License Renewed, Ooh. and he's got. <laughs> I know, and on top of it, he's got a plastic pistol. <laughs> like, and I think this, I need to, yeah, I need to speak How to you this resist? guy. I need, I, well, I bottled it. I oh, totally bottled no. it. Yeah. I, know, I know he's a dad of another kid in my kid's class, but it's going to have to be another time. I, I, like, I, it was you too much for me. You'll remember who yes. he is if you see him again. Well, I really hope he's not listening because he looked <laughs> Mr. B. It's <laughs> a slight Rowan Atkinson look. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Johnny English reading James Bond novelizations. The most recent <sighs> brilliant Bond film. Yeah, well, you know. Oh, well, the, the finest work by Purvis and Bond. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> it really is. Genuinely yeah. is. It's my turn to go to the bar, uh, gents, so I'm going to go and... Uh... <laughs> You're listening to Real 007, and this is Mariam Darbo, Kara Milovi from The Living Daylights. Ah, <sighs> super stuff. Are we all topped up, refreshed? Yeah. Oh, yes, thank you. Oh, excellent. Oh! There you go. Bliss, bliss. Ah, oh, here's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> If you'd have said that a moment later, I would have sprayed this beer all over. <laughs> Thank God I hadn't swallowed before. It's uh, <laughs> a ruin, yeah. Oh, right. Do you have your... We go again. <laughs> do we have... Uh, so do we have, like, 
code names, titles, and well, code names, an actor. So what? Like, hang on, let's go back. <laughs> the if this fantasy article, because this is what we're really hoping for, isn't it? Like some amazing, like James Bond, the new James Bond, James Bond twenty six has been filming in blah blah blah. Yeah, go and give us a place. So I'm going to say the new Bond film titled forever for now oh. <laughs> oh, yes. has been filming in buenos aires argentina oh, yeah. oh. and unknown locales around australia <gasps> starring that- as the new villain kate blanchett oh. <laughs> that has got me and henchman hilda oh. swinton Oh, yes. this is outstanding! Goodness. I would, I would bite your hand off. Absolutely for that. Here it is. Leon, <laughs> where are you? Uh, let me have it, you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? I, what? I, so much fun back yeah. there. And um, well, I watched the Crystal School recently. Uh, yeah, Blanchette yeah. is absolutely brilliant in it. She knows how to sort of. I mean, she's a brilliant actress and she doesn't overact normally, but in that, she properly understands how to ham it up. and Yeah. Be, yeah, I, I think she she looks great in it as well, I have to say. Yeah, yeah. I like that haircut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, uh, yeah. Everything. Yeah. I, I, I think Irina Spalco, isn't it? That's the name of the... Uh, yeah. That's another great name, isn't great it? Great name, yeah. Oh, maybe we could do a villain name as well. Oh, you know? hang on. Now you'll need to give me a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we could do a villain name. And you mentioned Tilda Swinton's hench, uh, hench, henchman, oh, yeah. hench, uh, yeah, hench person. Well, uh, I, I, I cast her androgynously. Oh, yes. I, I love that. Just, yeah. You don't know. You don't know. Um, and I think Tilda would lap that up. Kate, I only came to mind because I saw her in the yellow suit in the Sparks Brothers uh, oh. music video. And I just thought there's a there is a look there that hasn't been done for yeah. a Bond villain. And certainly we haven't had enough female villains in the franchise. Absolutely haven't. And you would, Let's if you're doing a female villain now, it doesn't need to be a twist. She can be just presented no, as the just, female She just villain. is. That's yeah. 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 yeah, I'd love, like, could she be like a... Um, like Drax, or you know, I love oh. it. Was super distant megalomaniac who's just incredible. Like Stromberg as well. I love those guys. Just, absolute nutter, basically. Just, yeah, refusing <laughs> to get their hands dirty. You know, just like yeah, yeah, an absolute yeah. distant nutter. I love them. And Blanchett looking like that, doing that, would be amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'd love a big control panel that she'd just look and press a button, and then half a city would be destroyed. Yeah. Oh. And she could say something like, bye bye. Happy <laughs> 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 bye. The Cartoon Network version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tom, do you have a, an equivalent location? I, I mean, I or... won't be able to get anywhere near uh, what Chris has just done because <laughs> that is incredible. And, he, and that's off the cuff as well. Brilliant. I know, yeah. I mean, I'll I'll leave now if I'm if I'm (laughs) no well you I mean I'd send it to Ian if I'm here probably some way will borrow it won't they anyway (laughs) um, (laughs) is this a holding title Rob well 
Yeah, like, you know, like, it, it, yeah. Like Jackhammer yeah. wasn't my actual James Bond. <laughs> yeah, <player>. I love <laughs> it. would just be, you know, like some bootleg T-shirts would appear on eBay in yeah, five yeah. years' time. You know, like, I worked on, you know, Jackhammer. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's... <laughs> yeah, I <can't> stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I was what's that that you know I was um, best boy or grip on Jackhammer <laughs> <laughs> key grip on Jackhammer. <laughs> 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 totally <laughs> Lovely, lovely actual things that need oh. doing on a set. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, sorry, yeah, Tom, please. Yeah. yeah, title. So, like, yeah, I mean, Dark Harvest, was it Harvest? Dark Harvest was generally. Yeah, I was thinking of something like something that. Something like that. Or, I, I, nearly, I was going to say, like, Firebreaker. You know, it's a good <laughs> mix of all these yeah. different ones, you know. And then I nearly went Heartbreaker. <laughs> <laughs> Gorgeous. <laughs> a rom-com. A kind of rom-com, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we'll have, we'll have Firebreaker, and we will have David Strathiron as the oh. villain. Yeah. Excellent. Um, and the Bond girl shall be. It's so difficult because all the, 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 all the actors that I'm sort of into are my age or older. <laughs> <laughs> I th- there is a bit of a problem that the, young, the younger actors, they're, they're sort of everywhere and in every film. You know, like Florence Pugh. Yeah. She's very good, but... You know that she'll be. You know she's going to be an Oppenheimer because she's the the hot young thing, and yeah, the noble. Yeah. Will have, you know, so I I would have an unknown as the Bond girl, and I I, I I think Cavill. If you've got Cavill as the Bond, he's the big name, and you don't need to you don't need to have like oh we've got to have somebody else to just in case mm. it doesn't work with him. I think the attention should be on him, but not. All about him, mm. yeah, yeah. Fire, firebreaker with oh, David Strathairn. <laughs> uh, what about like the the um, the, so the ballad, you know, Firebreaker? Yeah, you know, yeah. unbelievable. Like, so I don't know why it's eighties <laughs> hair metal. But yeah, it has, it has to be upbeat. I think we've concluded. Oh that. yeah, yeah, yeah. No one. They would be filming. Let's think. Oh. They would. They would be filming in. Java. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, quite difficult to, to film. Really that, good. <laughs> yeah. So it's almost too nice. This yeah, yeah. Like, I hope this doesn't like, rule it out. Though, we've yeah, said yeah, it. like not allowed. You know, like yeah. what, what would really? All right. So what would really upset you? You know, like if if that's the like, I'd right. be really happy if this headline. This was the headline. What would be like? You know the absolute opposite. I, I think it would be. We're going to start filming in three years. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Might have to take. Uh, that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From I a think... Purvis and Butthead script. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, <that's... laughs> I mean, I'd I'd take anything at the moment in terms yes. of that showed to me that they wanted to do a new Bond film and they were serious about. It. Doing a franchise again, I, I, I think I'd be I'd be a little bit worried if they announced the director first, and it was 
somebody like, even if I like the director like Tarantino or, you know, what's his name? Um, oh, I forget Nolan. His name. No, no, uh, no, no one I would take because I know that he'd be, he'd take it seriously. Um, yeah. So what's his name? Oh, Scott Pilgrim against the world, that guy. And, oh, Edgar Wright. Edgar yeah. Wright. If, it was, if it was him, I think he's too silly for, it's too quirky for me. I wouldn't want him doing a bomb. I'm so sorry. No, I, I do agree. I, I like Edgar Wright. Oh no, I like, I like, I like, I'm, I do agree. I don't, I just don't know whether you're right. I, I agree, Tom. I agree with you both of you. A fabulous director, but I just don't know whether he's, it would be my pick for Bond, stylistically my pick for Bond. What would it look like, Chris, an Edgar Wright Bond film, actually? I think you've got to lean in more to his baby driver kind of look. I was thinking yeah. that, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe some of the period stuff of Last Night in Soho. Not saying that it would be a period film, but certainly it would yeah. have that kind of elegant long shots mm. that take in a lot of movement and a lot of blocking. Kind of like some of Spielberg's work. You know, Spielberg is known for a long shot where there's a lot of blocking and a lot of dialogue and a lot of stuff happens yeah, yeah. within, yeah. you know, that one frame. And he's an that's how I think he would be of that. I mean, I mean, no, it's, it's a redundant point almost. It's almost too obvious to say it, but you're so right. The blocking in Spielberg movies is just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing like it. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, would you have it? Spielberg? You still have Spielberg. I mean, I know it's, yeah. it sounds too obvious, and oh no, he's too old or something, I don't know. Of course. Yeah, you've, you <laughs> can't... You can't resist, really. It's that thing of... Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Obviously, he didn't do Bond for one reason or another, so went off and did Indiana Jones. Mm. But maybe he is too old to do it. You know, time has moved on, but he's still at Spielberg, and it's still yeah. going to be everyone bringing their own game. Yeah. I don't know. I'd almost, not comparing the two, if you told me that Guy Ritchie was doing the next Bond film, I wouldn't be offended. I would not either. I wouldn't either. Guy Ritchie, fifteen years ago, I would have been offended, but well, <laughs> yeah, purely, <laughs> purely on the basis, purely on the basis of his Sherlock Holmes films, mm. yeah, they are both rock solid action, serious. They films. are superb, aren't yeah. they? And I think they're just masterfully done and mm. hugely underrated. All of his gangster stuff is what he's known for, and that casts such a big shadow over 
Yeah. The Sherlock Holmes, Man from Uncle, which are a lot more controlled because mm. he's known for the flashy camera work in the gangster stuff. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I really think if you said Guy Ritchie's going to do it, I'd be like, yeah, okay. Yeah, this I agree. Good. I, I, I thought Aladdin was brilliant. <laughs> yeah. It was really good. When he's not direct, he lost me on that. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, and when I was thinking it'd be good for Bond, I was thinking, yeah, enjoy King Arthur. <laughs> well, sure. all, it's got its moments. It's it's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that, like, obviously it's like this catnip, isn't it? The Bond gig for a director, surely, surely you want it. You know, if it comes yeah. along, you want to have a crack at it. Um, but I, I think, like, if. You, Bond for me is always best when it's in sandbox mode where it's just like the sky's the limit of what Bond can and can't do kind of thing, you know, and like enjoyment is the pinnacle sort of thing to be attained. And I, like, I think just like most directors to, to get a chance to do that, like, like you say about Nolan, Nolan would be awesome. I'm sure he would, you know, cause like you say, he loves Bond. He obviously yeah, yeah. loves yeah. Bond. What's right. It, 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 here's the thing, right? Sorry. Oh yeah. Before we move on, I think we are obviously missing the obvious choice for the next director, and that's Martin Campbell. Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think of anyone who wouldn't take him. No, hundred percent hit rate on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, on introducing a new Bond. Yeah, yeah. And he would do it. I think he said he would do it. He said he's up for it, yeah. and yeah, he's got the chops. Bring him in. Bring him in. That's a great, yeah. Oh, I, I just my head's like pinging with things I want to ask now. Like, go on, of, go on. <laughs> like, what colour scheme do you want the poster to be? No, I'm joking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, those, it's, it's true though. Those little things in the build-up. Honestly, they mean so much. Oh, yeah. Like, I always say the world is not enough. One with the silhouette of electric. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wonderful. The, honestly, I thought the. Um, Die another day, the Walther in the ice was yeah. absolutely incredible. Like, what Fire is going on here? Fire yeah. And ice. Yeah. 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 Like sleet and drizzle. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a bad, you know, like the new one, sleet and drizzle. Sleet <laughs> and drizzle. <laughs> oh, there's mizzle. That's another one, isn't it? Like a misty, <laughs> misty drizzle, mizzle. Um, is that a real thing? Yeah, apparently, yeah. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. yeah. Really? really? I, I, I did. Where did I read it? I don't know. Twitter. <laughs> Possibly Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> that bastion of the English language. <laughs> well known doyen of factual information. <laughs> but is, there, is there at the minute, like, I go through mad phases with Bond in that I suddenly realise something about it and it's a fierce feeling and it's suddenly a hill I'll die on. Is there a, is there a, like a current hill you'll die on with Bond? Mm. I've um, got a bunch at the minute that I'm wrestling with. So I can give you examples if you like, but no, Chris, got, got no, Chris you're ready to go. I'm, yeah. I'm ready. I've, I've had a quick thing. I'm ready. Recently I have been listening sort of on loop on repeat to a view to a kill. And I'm thinking, is this the best Bond theme song? Like, yeah, it's really ramped itself up in my uh, estimation. I keep thinking, yeah, this is cracking. It's yeah. absolutely cracking. And why don't more people talk about it? Or why why isn't it in the top of the top tens? 
I, yeah. I, I agree. It's I so original. It? it has been with us, Rob, hasn't it? I think, it has, you know, yeah. We've always loved it. But you're absolutely right. Why is it not talked about as being like one of the absolute great, not just one of the great songs, but one of the great pop songs? Yeah, yeah. Ever, yeah. You absolutely. know. I don't understand. Um, what do people want? <laughs> they don't want it. I don't. Yeah. I care. Yeah. <laughs> the only giving you everything. I, I, know, you I know. I know. Honestly, it's it's so original. Um, there's no yeah. other song that I can think of that sounds like it at all. And if you haven't done it already, look on YouTube for their live performance at Coachella. Oh, and it is awesome like the first half of the song is just him singing on his own and then suddenly when the beat drops and then all all the rest of the band come in it is electric it's absolutely terrific go and hunt it out it's brilliant oh just i've always wanted to i've always been interested in coachella um ever since tupac it was a hologram oh yeah (laughs) and now i'm thinking of (laughs) duran duran (laughs) doing Future kill with a hologram of a fish. Sure, Barry. Or Jamal. <laughs> <laughs> no, and he's That's wearing a leather jacket awesome. from the fireman scene. The, the oh, yeah. Just jamming away. <laughs> oh. oh, I'd imagine him in that sort of black uh, velvet <laughs> jumpsuit with him and Mia. Oh, yes. <laughs> Doing insane moves at the front. <laughs> it's a hologram. <laughs> Now it now that's an attraction, Eon. <laughs> Eon asking Eon to do it like right. They want movies. They want holograms of like, <laughs> actors. These people are never happy. <laughs> well, if they want to break from the ABBA thing, you know, you could have Roger Moore instead for a night. Oh, Why not? Yeah, absolutely right. <laughs> The sky's the limit with that stuff. It really is. Um, <laughs> but so right, right. Oh, Tom, is there a hill you'll die on at the minute? Is this for the new Bond or just for anything? No, just general. Like a Bond opinion that you might have so that suddenly come along and you're really passionate about. That reminded me then, and it links with this. I think it'd be funny to see an AI Bond, but I, 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 wouldn't, want, I wouldn't want an official... I wouldn't want them messing about, like, yeah. Sean Connery. He's in the... You know, we're going to make a Sean Connery Bond. No, because I know Tom Hanks has said... He's going to sell his rights, his image rights, after he dies. What? You, I don't know whether it's like certain studios or certain directors or certain things can use his likeness in AI. Goodness me. There's a video from a, I think he's one of our fans, I think he's called Rich Douglas, and he does not He does mm. Bond music on YouTube. It's good. Check him out. But he, I don't know whether he'd done it, but he, an AI-generated <laughs> Trailer for Never Say Never Again, but it, you know, generic Bond and you know, all. <laughs> it's, it's very wrong, it's so messed up. That's insane. It does, the technology just, is not there yet, basically. But yeah. That's, I had no idea Tom Hanks was doing that, though, because that, that's a very yeah. Yeah. real thing that will happen. And of course, it will. Like, can you imagine being a living actor? The, yeah. And this, this asks a great big existential question of us all, actually, as consumers of what is an, under the broad category of art is how happy you are to consume, you know, yeah, AI created work. The like, so what? How do actors feel? You know, like young actors coming through, knowing that they might lose roles to an AI Tom Hanks, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, well, also, yeah, like because we get that at the minute in in books. Um, one of the big 
uh, you know, London Book Fair wasn't that long ago. And they always talk about one of the big things about London Book Fair is the deals that get announced. You know, someone signed a blah, 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 however much big deal, however much big, great English. <laughs> <laughs> you can expect yeah. more of that language from... Morning is nigh. Available at all good books. It's much good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, heck, should I throw it away now? Yeah, yeah if that's the standard. <laughs> like, so one of the big takeaways was um, a guy has done a, a, yeah, a, a, a big deal for a fantasy series written by an AI program. Like, just what are we up against here? You know, like, what well, are we up against? It's not new in the... There are two examples in film that I can give that uh, Laurence Olivier's image was used in Sky Captain and oh, Morrow. Yes. The Jude and Law that was complete the Jude Lord movie and that was completely animated. So it wasn't AI, but it's sort of getting close to that, taking mm. someone who is dead and putting them into a film. Yeah. And then also they used Marlon Brando in uh, Superman Returns. And that mm. wasn't that wasn't footage that was shot and never used. That was new stuff generated yeah. wow. using his likeness. They did but do not it necessarily the... AI, but it's yeah, it's getting it's scary. Though they did yes. it in Rogue One, didn't they? With um, Carrie Fisher and they did, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, yeah, yeah, they did, um, and of course. Uh, well, the Oliver, Oliver Reed Gladiator example is a bit different because he sort of like he perished yeah. during filming, didn't he? So, yeah. like yeah. that kind of forced yeah. the issue. It wasn't like a creative choice. Like, no, no, gonna, no. Yeah. Um, but you saying this is, you know, we're nearly there. We, people are thinking, oh, it's going to be ages away before we're going to get something like a random AI generated Bond film. But I can quite easily see with some of the programs that are available out there someone's going to make a version of Diamonds Are Forever starring George Lazenby. Wow. If it's yeah. just replacing uh, Connery with Lazenby in the film that exists, or if they're going to go off and make their own version of Diamonds Are Forever, which is mm. a revenge. And it actually features Telly Savalas as Blofeld rather than... Whoa. You know, it... It's not that far off. People are, you know, even if they made a trailer of it, that would be amazing. Oh, I mean, you'd, we, we'd still, we, we'd want the Eon to get on with new original Bond films, but we'd be hypocritical and watch those, wouldn't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, look, this is unbelievable, guys. Watch this. Yeah, look at this. Because I, I enjoy those trailers, you know, of, yeah. like, is it, um, oh, is it Film Fictus, the... Um, uh, yes, yes. Yeah, that he does have, uh, like, he did one of Roger Moore in No Time to Die, didn't he? Like, yeah. And I'm watching it like, yeah, yeah. I'm watching that, yeah. <laughs> I'm watching that. <laughs> that. But that, total side issue, but that does remind me of that brilliant pub fact. And while we are in the virtual pub, um, it's worth bringing up, the chin-chin, the um, if Lazenby had held Bond for the amount of years or the same age that, that Roger did, He'd have still been bombed in like tomorrow never dies yeah. or something yeah. like that. It's, it's absolutely astonishing. 
And I also want to see that in AI as well. <laughs> just show it me. I just want to show it me. A scene. Just show me a scene. Like, you know, that what? whole... Asian, aged lazenby. Lazy bee. Aged bee. Sorry, man. It's not on me. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Oh, dearie yeah. me. They've got to get the voice, though, because in those, they've just superimposed the face. I want yes. to AI to do sort of, you know, Sean Connery in, well, no, yeah. If it was that in Diamonds with George Lazenby, I'd want his his voice as well somehow. So the thing is, we've got, we've got enough of their voice in period for it to be able to match yeah. up and synth something new. You know, you've got, oh, okay. you know, how long was On a Majesty's? Two and a half hours? Knocking on three hours mm-hmm. worth yeah. of dialogue. Yeah, obviously. So it's possible. Bray, and certainly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hillary Bray. <laughs> Okay, AI? maybe we don't have. Okay, maybe we don't have that amount of AI back then. There's <laughs> <laughs> a robot speaking on this. Yeah. I well, now, now I'm I'm thinking, I want to see David Suchet's Poirot episodes uh, and movies like <laughs> redone with Hillary Bray as, yeah. as Poirot. I think that would yeah. be quite interesting. <laughs> yeah. Blimey. But certainly, well, in my day job in advertising recently, I had to do a very quick edit. And we didn't have time to do a new voiceover. So we went to one of these AI machines, typed in the script, and it gave us the voice in the right American female style. And then we just tweaked it with another AI program that can change tone and intonation. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's here already. I'm thinking now, you know that. And the sound studio that we then sent the voice to, and we said, "Oh, who recorded this?" And we're like, "Oh, yeah, we just AI'd this." They were not happy. At I bet all. they were. Wow. But, but yeah, but they did it. Bless them. Sheesh. If it's radio as well, I'm tenaciously thinking that. Can you imagine, like, hello, this is Honor Blackman, and you're listening to Really Double O Seven. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I would never do that. The sky is abruptly the limit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. the Skynet is abruptly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very good. Very good. <laughs> well, Rob, you should you should listen to YouTube Michael Jackson AI. Honestly, it's unbelievable. Yeah, the, oh, it's sort God. of they've been able to sort of make it sound like his voice on different songs. You know, like a cover of something. Mm. It's yeah, really. Yeah, I mean it. Because it's based on his own voice, it's not a robot has created the voice. Yeah. It's still fake. I'm not in any way encouraging it. You know, I'm not, Michael, did not, <laughs> Michael did not give his blessing to this. I'm not in any way. First anyway. name terms. I love it. Yeah. It's, it's very I wrong. Fact, Michael didn't. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't think he might have actually yeah. done it. In what capacity do you represent him in the legal? Yeah. <laughs> Jackson State, yeah. No. <laughs> so, uh, um, do, do you guys have any like burning discussion topics that that are on your mind uh, that that need dragging out, kicking and screaming into the light? Like something. <laughs> something <laughs> <screaming>. <laughs> is it just the way I describe? Is there anything you want to talk about? Nothing to move on. I mean, yeah. there's the house move, but apart from that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you want to talk about that? <laughs> no. no, you're trying to get away from that. That's the whole point. I know. I know. <laughs> Composer, oh. composer. Who would you like to compose? Mm. John Williams. 
I was, yeah. yeah. Just well, give it to him. Just please. He said he wants to do it. He's, yeah. let's not beat around the bush. Yeah. Aged. And... <laughs> 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 yeah. Wow. Well, I'm sorry, but he's in his 90s. John Glenn is in his 90s. Let's get them both back. <laughs> Let's get the band together. Yeah, yeah. together. <laughs> well, you could have Martin Campbell with, you know, John Glenn helping with the, you know, just the action I, scene. Yeah. I mean, I, d- I don't know whether, like, I would, I would watch John Glenn shoot anything at all in the yes. world and um, I just adore Jack that Hammer. man so much <laughs> John Glenn oh, Jackhammer we had the idea of Jackhammer we, we went over to happen again and I tell you Arthur Wooster was he showed it so well in the rushes and Roger <laughs> Roger, you know, is this the AI version? You know, this is really Roger, of course. Well, you know that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, imagine. He, he, is, he occupies such... He's like... There are very few people that I hold, like... That we all do. You know, like, we've got, like, places in your heart for people that hold, like, elite levels of affection in your heart. And like he is like just in that category underneath like my grandfather's like I I adore him that much like he is just the most wonderful oh yeah wonderful man um, and um, I get kind of emotional just even thinking about him to be honest it's, it's yeah. ridiculous as, as someone who's who's had an hour of chatting with him on you know like but yeah he was he was that wonderful he was he's just yeah. yeah. With the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the the directors that they get on board with there and that they bring back again and again, it's that thing of, oh, yes, they've directed three or four of the MCU films and lauded in public, and it's great. Yeah. And here's this guy that's done five. Yeah, yeah. And you say his name, and no one's bloody heard of him. It's No. He wouldn't want it any other way, though, isn't it? You know. You- no, that's the thing as well. He wouldn't, um, and like because he's the last person I think who's. Um, I hate that expression, clout. Horrible expression. Yeah. Now. yeah. But um, he's the last person ever to chase clout into. Yeah. You know, he'd that's never why you that. can, in his nineties, you can still chat to him about Bond, and he still embraces his fans and Bond fans. Well, now now I'm starting the the petition for. John Williams and John Glenn's <laughs> yeah. version of Jackhammer. You imagine the score. If you said to John Williams, we're calling it Jackhammer, like the score. Yeah, yeah. Invasive. Yeah. <laughs> it, it would be. Well, I mean, they did get Hans Zimmer, didn't they? You know, who normally yeah, yeah. They, they, might, they might not have gone for somebody who's such a big name like that. So I think that, yeah, there's a chance. It just depends how long it's going to take to film. <laughs> well, this is true. I think that could be a hill I'm, I'm prepared to perish upon. Hans Zimmer's score for No Time To Die is really good. Good. Right. Yeah. Um, oh, Chris. It's fine. No, this is re- good. I just think it relies too much on past glories. <laughs> Do agree with that, too. But I don't think that's actually his fault. I think I think this is what... Yeah. What the film is about is relying on past glories. 
like it's it's relying on the fact that we love James Bond so much that we'll go to these pretty disastrous places with him. (laughs) And disastrous is really selling that short, you know, like, so, um, but yeah, it's funny. You know, the, 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 I I keep thinking of it as the sad James Bond theme, you know, when he starts climbing the ladder and it's it's like a sad version of the theme. It's the same four notes, just, saddened i don't know what the expression is <laughs> is that is it a minor key or was it no it's, it is it's a minor key it's downbeat it's uh it's designed to pull the emotion yeah down and you know yeah. what's coming it just yeah i can't talk I, about it i it's still too it's, it's no. too raw it's an open wound still i just does that mean <laughs> we, I, mean, I just it, urinated it, in it chris i just urinated in that open wound yeah. <laughs> Sorry, like you a jellyfish sting. Oh, <laughs> sterilize it, but no. This will help. <laughs> See more like this in next year's Jackhammer. <laughs> the pre-title sequence: Henry Cavill comes out of the water and pisses on somebody. Well, you say this in Thunderball, you know, when they come out of the water and Domino steps on a... Yeah. Oh, what is it? Yeah. And it's he, not has to, he has to suck yeah, the poison out of her. Urchin, yeah. Mm. The urchin. You don't bite the sting out of someone. What you do is you urinate on them to neutralize it. Yeah. So we could have had Sean Connery urinating on... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're two very beautiful people, but uh, even that, I think, might. <laughs> the Fleming estate might have, yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine, yes. like, you know, there, there's, there's already, you know, like, loads of upset about Connery's behaviour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Through a modern lens, like, this, the phone-ins would be off the scale. <laughs> yeah. What about his Thunderbolt when he comes out of the sea and he pisses <laughs> on Domino? <laughs> How dare they change the original where he pisses all over him. <laughs> uh, right, gents. Um, the hill on which we died. <laughs> I'm going to let that The hill I'll die on is demanding proper first aid of Domino's urchin state. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. dear. Yeah. Well, gents. Now, something um, you did think, want. Uh, oh, something you did want to talk about was uh, the bond for the young, wasn't it? That was one of the. Uh... Yes. Oh, blimey! I t- in the excitement, I totally forgot because Bond is not for the young anymore, is it? It's it's not at all. Like the, my son is into Bond s- simply because I am, and because um, I've shown him the older films. You can't show young people the present films at all, or the current canon of films or whatever you want to call it. So how would you make, I mean, I, I don't know whether it's, t- it's, it's a simple question or it's not a simple question. Would you make the Bond films more accessible and enjoyable for children? And how would you go about it? I would make the Bond films more accessible because that is your future audience. There is no other way about it. If you keep Bond um, for older demographics the young will never get into it and you'll be lucky to catch any sort of percentage 
because my father liked it. Yeah. Dot, yeah. Dot, dot. yeah. Um, you've got to make it accessible for everyone. You know, GoldenEye, when it was released back in the mid 90s, was a family film. And it was. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe apart from the Chuck Farrell. Uh... Ah, senior! <laughs> I think Chris, we had to leave the room. I can't breathe! Hoo-wee! <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was a 12. I will accept there are some uncomfortable scenes. <laughs> no, 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 sorry, we're having fun, but you're right, you are right, though, you know. But, you know, generally, it was yeah. a film for everyone. Yeah. Yes. And then if you go to watch, heck, if you go to watch Casino Royale, not every child is going to know poker and not everyone is going to get the whole betrayal subplot and it, you know, you're just lost. And then the fact that there is no merch that is easily accessible for the kids to go with it. The obvious example is the computer games, but even just down to the toys, there's just nothing. Well, there could have been and... Manly toys. Like so tonight, tonight, I was at um, Smith's Toy Superstores because I promised the kids if they slept in their beds, own beds for ten nights straight, I would take them to Smith's Toy Superstores. And um, <laughs> I didn't realise this would make your family dynamic. That <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't realise it would it would solve it in ten nights. So, like, <laughs> so bribery obviously works. Um, but I went there and there's RoboCop toys. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, if you be- make the toys, the kids will buy them. Yeah, Aliens toys. Yeah. Like, no kid, no one's watching that. Um, I remember not long ago seeing a Predator action figure. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. J- James Bond is too dour now. I think, <laughs> you know, like, that stuff is too... <laughs> Maybe. Noticed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure if this will show I, I, up I, I, on I, I, the I, screen, but just... Can you see Oh... But it's the classic one. So cool. It is the classic one. That is so um friends in the pub, in the virtual pub, what Chris is showing is a picture of I'm guessing that is that your young lad, Chris? So that's my boy. He came down uh into the cinema room downstairs and he saw the Lotus Esprit from For Your Eyes Only, the seaplane from oh. License to Kill, and my little moonraker <laughs> with the satellite inside. And he just started playing with them and just flying them around and having a ball. And then he was asking, what are these? I was like, oh, well, you know, you know James Bond, although he's never seen a film yet. I'm waiting to share one with him. Oh, so, so, oh yeah, I know yeah. James Bond. This is, these, are the, these are the cars that he uses. These are the aeroplanes that he uses. It's like, oh, wow. Yeah. And it's just planting the seeds for what's to come the movies the books the everything and that he would want to watch them because he's played with the toys yeah i mean it's yeah. it's basic how to pull these people in i mean yeah. that sounds awful because it's like indoctrination but it's capturing the world, world that's what it, it is. is yeah it is but it's like it was it was about like endless possibility james bond was always about endless possibility yeah. of adventure you know, like, and that's like what toys did. Like, so they did a um, a toy, a Playmobil did a, you know, like a Aston Martin. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, of course. And um, that was that was absolutely great. But it wasn't any of the present day stuff. <laughs> it was a Goldfinger Aston Martin. Yeah, yeah. You know, like why would you? Like, let, let's have a Playmobil set of James Bond tormenting Madeline until she <laughs> has a psychotic <laughs> breakdown. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not. Best you know, like, yet. Yeah, yeah. Or you know, you can't. You can't have the, the, the films that you know the. <laughs> I know. We know my position on it. I don't need to talk about it. But like, if they're not enjoyable, they're not enjoyable for me, let alone for kids. You know, like, yeah. And why would you show? Why would you show a kid this? Yeah. Like, forgive me as well. The dad, like, I don't want my kids seeing like, if you were a baby, wouldn't you be naked? <laughs> family, dear me. Oh no, that's what that is. That's AI dialogue. Is what that is. Oh, yeah. Just like you know, like, uh, would you mind coming in here to have a look for some stationery? <laughs> Rob, I think AI will be like, no, no. Yeah, AI call it a day. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. Even what we is, have some limits. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think is the last Bond film that you would you could show to your kids, Rob? Do you, uh, do you think bits of Dying of the Day, obviously? Yeah, yeah, I did. Bit. No, this is exactly right. I did. I've never shown them a Craig because what are they going to enjoy? Yeah. Seriously, what are they going to enjoy out of those films? Like, as a kid watching an adventure film, there is nothing in those films they're going to enjoy. Seriously. I completely agree with you, but just to bring it up, what film would you introduce a kid yes. to a Bond with? Because mm. I've a been Bond thinking film. Yeah, what, what's the first... I was going to ask you the same question, Chris. Like, which is the, what's the first one you're going to uh, treat your young lad to? I'm thinking it's going to be The Spy Who Loved Me. Because it's got that just yeah. the right level of sort of comic book action, but serious and fun. It's got yeah. jaws in that everybody loves. Yeah. Mm. And it just it just works. Some of the older ones, I think, are too much a period film now. Like yes, I don't I think I don't think Doctor No would work <laughs> and I don't think From Russia with Love would work. Goldfinger, you could probably get away with, yeah, because it's yeah shiny, big, brassy, explosive. Yes, the golf scene might drag a little bit for a young mind, but it's over fairly quickly, it and is, it yeah. just whips along. So I think, yeah, I think it's going to be Spy Who Loved Me. It might have to be in two sittings because his yeah. attention span is not great, but. You know, if you pause it at the right point and then you open with the second half being the Laparis oh. action oh, scene, yeah. then you're well, well away. Agree. Uh, don't disagree. Um, and I'd also agree with, like, um, so I've, I've tried um, with the kids. I think the, the, the Brosnans, I've shown them bits and pieces of the Brosnans, not because they, the Brosnans have very hard edges at times. You know, like... Yeah. Um, Paris Carver's death, obviously Chuck Farrell. <laughs> uh, this one's an admirable sheesh. Uh, and uh, but but certainly the action sequences. So we watch. Um, I went through a phase before we sat them down and watched the full one. We watched certain action sequences, like um, and I just picked the best ones. Uh, as in, like, not the best ones, but, like, just really ex totally pulsating action sequences. So we watched uh, World, is not, World, is, blah, World is Not Enough PTS quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Octopuses, um, now that's a, you know, 
like we watched that on a Sunday afternoon and everyone was just absolutely wrapped. Of course you would be, wouldn't you? Um, took them to the cinema to watch Live and Let Die. They all loved yeah. it. They were all totally obsessed with Knickknack. Love Knickknack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> the thing is, Man with a Golden Gun is just so cigarette brown sleazy. It's... <laughs> <laughs> it is the most brown film, isn't it? Oh, it is. It is. But fair enough. It's it's sort of the softest in terms of violence because no one yeah. dies really. <laughs> no, no, no. Wow. Well, but yeah, I'm not sure I could quite explain what the Bottoms Up Club is to. Uh, <laughs> well, but, uh, yeah, I did have that awkward conversation, you know, like, and then you know, like, why has she got to bottom out? You know? yeah. <laughs> well, my boy, there are certain bars but, that people like yeah. to go to. Where, uh... <laughs> it, it, no, it was a bit like so. We drove through Blackpool one day. About one in the afternoon, we drove along the, you know, like where all the pubs are, and this, you know, like driving along, and like honestly, some of the sights, the kids got the <laughs> biggest education ever. Like Sylvia, like this woman was in the window at one in the afternoon with a with a top off, like doing things <laughs> with her anatomy, and you know, my my daughter was like, you know, like that lady's got boobies out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why she was, you know, abruptly from not where I live. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like the actress, like I've been trying to explain, it, like she's having a really good day. <laughs> I guess how else to put it? Like, what do you say? You know, I'm, I'm, she's having a lovely day. That's what yeah. she thinks the, the Blackpool eliminations are. Now, right? <laughs> yeah, driving yeah, by, driving by, flashing your breasts. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear me! Oh dear. I hope that, and I look forward to hearing how his first Bond movie goes. I'm sure he'll look. Yeah. I hope so. We did. I, blah, blah. He's been raised so far on a healthy diet of just Disney films, but animated. And I'm trying to bring in mm. live action. Yeah. And a couple of weeks ago, we sat down of a Sunday morning early and we just put on Chitty Chitty Bang Bang oh. and watched it oh. from beginning to end. And loved it. Didn't yeah. get scared. Wow. Child catcher wanted nice. another song, and just and that's a long film. Yeah, so, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids, you know, two and a half. <laughs> we did pause it in the intermission for a, a toilet break, but he came back and just was completely in it again, and that was great. So that's a good, good. sort of beginning for how good is that live action films? We did Herbie fully loaded as well. Oh, which, oh, another good one. Which surprisingly, I was like, this is actually a good film. Yeah, like, yeah. How did this come? So, yeah, I've just got to give it a bit more time. Yeah. And then and then get him into it. It'll be uh, it'll be great. Fingers it's crossed. It's a special moment, isn't it, though? You know, you, you know that whenever you decide to show your son a Bond film, as it's happening, you're like, I, I can't wait for my son to, to, tell, to tell him about this moment in 20 years or whatever. You know, when he's exactly. 18, like... Son, do you remember this when you saw? Yeah, <laughs> when you when saw I the showed uh, you the spider me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Dad, it was fucking awful. 
<laughs> Much prefer that Daniel Craig. Yes. Yeah. Right, get yeah. away, Sons Northern. We're no longer related. I'm <laughs> <laughs> joking, I'm joking. Yeah. Oh, don't come at me, Twitter. Don't come. Yeah, yeah. Why didn't you show me license <laughs> to kill? Yes. <laughs> now we're talking. In fact, honestly, I, there is this thing that I treasure so much now. So um, I am, um, a, right, this is a way, around the houses way of talking about this, but I am a, a, a user of Sky, you know, the, uh, oh, subscriber of Sky, user. <laughs> <laughs> I have a confession to make, I am a user. I'm a user, a user of, of Jackhammer. <laughs> <laughs> So I, uh, yeah. So we we have Sky at home. That's what I'm saying. Um, right. And you have that button that you press, the the red R button, record to the hard drive, that kind of thing. But they have like this crafty thing where the boxes are theirs, aren't they? You know, like so if it's part of the contract, the box is actually theirs. So um, and I found this out because my dad um, changed his Sky box recently. And he still had the 2012 Olympic opening ceremony on his oh. other one. And they were like, sorry, sir, we're going to take it. He was like, but the Olympic opening ceremony, you know, like, <laughs> which he, he, you know, he was, we were both there at. And it, that's why it was sentimental to him. Yeah, yeah. So like, but he oh. recorded it that night on this skybox. And like now, like, well, they, those scoundrels, they've taken it, you know. Um, so yeah. now on my, so on my skybox at home, I've got the 2 p.m. Sunday cut, Sunday afternoon cut of Licence to Kill, which yeah. has which all the... Is a family-friendly version. Yes. <laughs> yes, yeah. The family-friendly version of Licence to Kill, which is a little harder than you think as well, actually, because it was is... shown on 2 p.m. on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, oh, there's Felix Leiter's leg. Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> I do know well, for that, though. I do. You, you know... I know on, oh, yeah. on Twitter, you'll, every time you know we sort of do a post saying, I don't, "Yeah, license to kill," or I don't, I don't know, "Quantum of Solace" or something is on at seven pm or eight pm. Yeah, we'll always get a comment. Like, oh, oh, the rubbish! They'll cut it. Adverts. They'll cut it. Like this is this is quite interesting. Does it be interesting to see whether it works for a start? Yeah, and then anything that's a bit more accessible like that. I think it's a good thing for them. Well, if, if you take out the swearing and yeah. the violence of the shark attack and, you know, the whole honeymoon <laughs> stuff, yeah. Yeah. it's honestly, the kids think it's electric. Like, yeah. honestly, they, yeah. they think it's electric. So, like, it's it's a coveted protect. Like, I can't unsubscribe from Sky now. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take my two, two o'clock license to yeah. kill at it. <laughs> oh, you know, there's got to be a version out there you can download. Yeah. Well, I don't know because this version is brilliant because it's got like it keeps like the Indiana Jones level of violence. You know, yeah. like whoa, but not too much. You know, like so you don't see the lighter's leg, for example. There is a fine line. There is a fine line, but it's it's, it's super to have. It's super, and I, I don't know. Maybe there's a black mark out there, um, listeners. Please. Yeah. Fellow pub, virtual pub goers, if there is a way that you know of ripping something off a Sky device, probably mm. going to get myself in a lot of trouble <laughs> for saying that. But I'd really like this. <laughs> like we do not advocate piracy <laughs> on this podcast, but at the no. same time, do let us know. No, you, yeah, yeah. You, you wouldn't steal a car, apparently. Yes, good. 
Yeah. People yeah. do. <laughs> and they still do. I did, find it, I did find that image funny when they used to show that advert at the cinema. You know, you wouldn't steal a car. No, you wouldn't do... You know, <laughs> teenagers or someone like just filming the... <laughs> tripod, you know, all ready to film. <laughs> it is funny when it used to come on YouTube or like... <laughs> movie, like <laughs> terrible quality, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, people getting up for a wee, like and you know, the audience. Oh, yeah. Can you just keep the camera steady for me while I'm having a wee. Yeah. I know. I think the first time I saw that, like something like that, spoiled on the internet was. Do you remember? It was was it like X Men? <laughs> the post credit scene was like yeah. Moira. <laughs> Hello, Moira. Yeah. Hello, yeah. Moira. <laughs> As if we've got there tonight, honestly. <laughs> As if that's happened. Last uh, so, gents, I think, um, last call. Buy me a pint. Buy oh. me a pint. That, that didn't work. <laughs> no, it did. It did. <laughs> What's the voice? Buy me a pint. <laughs> if you're enjoying Really 007, why not follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram? Look us up at Really 007 Pod. So the taxis possibly are outside, I think, by this point. Oh, I've just had a lovely evening. Just what I needed tonight, actually. Yeah, thank you. It's been delightful. It's been brilliant, Rob. Ah, great. It's been great to see you both. Uh, Has that helped the the house move woes slightly, Chris, or...? Exacerbated the problem. I've wasted two hours talking about (laughs) forever for now. (laughs) (laughs) Michael comes home like, what's going what's been done? What is happening? (laughs) Well, I've got this lovely podcast with the boys. Oh dear. And, and some notes about a, f- a fictional fan bomb film. Oh. <laughs> With the Who's best casting I've ever seen. AI film near you. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Oh dear. Well, peace and love. Great to spend time with you both. And uh, yeah, get home safely as well. And uh, tip your taxi drivers as well. I don't know why I said that. I don't know. just yeah. think that you know, it's probably a nice thing to do. Give them a five your five star rating, yeah. I just, I think like it's, it's hard out there, isn't it? We've got to love each other. Yeah, goodness me, he's got to go in the house now and pretend that he's not wobbling everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Those umpteen attempts to get in the back door with the same game. <laughs> <laughs> Too much information, Rob. Too yeah, much information. <laughs> don't do something in the water. No. <laughs> Prison library ass. Yeah. <laughs> and on that bombshell. Yeah. And See you at the pub same time tomorrow then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dear me. We have hit that last.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.